Hi there, it's Melvin. Just wanted to take a moment to thank the team over at Thryzer for supporting this month's podcast sessions. Thryzer is a payment platform that you have to check out if you are a private pay therapist and accepting out-of-network benefits. It basically helps clients save on therapy up front. Thryzer can help verify a client's out-of-network benefit ahead of the first session so that they get transparency up front on what their out-of-pocket costs will be. I'll tell you more about Thryzer here in the middle of our session, but if you go to sellingthecouch.com forward slash Thryzer, you actually and then enter the code STC upon sign up, you get your first $2,500 in fees waived. Again, that's over at sellingthecouch.com forward slash Thryzer, and be sure to enter the promo code STC. So we'll jump right into today's podcast session. Hello, hello. Welcome to session 225 of Selling the Couch. I hope that you are doing okay, especially with this coronavirus epidemic. I hope that you're staying safe, that... Your business, I know that for many of us, we have a lot of fears around the impact of this, just not on our own healths, but on our on the health of our businesses as well. Um, I also hope that you're doing your part to flatten the curve. We're actually all at home doing our part. Fortunately, most of what I now do is completely online, and, and fortunately, Susan's been able to work from home as well, and so we're kind of hanging out at the house and doing our part. And especially I know that for many of us, we're we're struggling. And so please, please, please lean on our community, which you can find over at sellingthecouch.com forward slash community to help you during these times. There are some just great and helpful conversations going on. Everything from exchanging resources all the way to oh my gosh, I've never dealt with this scenario before. What do I do? And we're here for you. We'll get through this together. You know, for me, I was thinking a lot about what to create for this episode. And I feel like there's a lot of content out there on coronavirus and what to do and all of those things. And I'm by no means an expert. And I let the experts and I listen to what the experts say. But what I actually thought about for this episode is something a little bit different. So even though it's still hard for me because we're right in the thick of all of this coronavirus, I think there are pearls of wisdom that one can learn from everything. And two pearls of wisdom that I'm learning through this whole epidemic is that, one, it's a really good idea to at least consider a part of your private practice making it virtual. Just at least having those systems in place in case of scenarios like this. Uh, The second thing, the second pearl of wisdom that I'm learning is that it's a really good idea to have a diverse set of income streams. Because of situations like this, even online counseling may not be sufficient. For example, let's say you you have a, a client that's also a parent, but now because the parent has as kiddos who are home, now they may not be able to see you at their normal clinical hour and all of those different things. So this realization, this latter one, the importance of diverse income streams is 
kind of what I've I've built a sign the couch on and it's actually a realization that I had back in 2015 when I was in a group private practice doing therapy doing some bariatric evals and one of the reasons that I created STC was because we had this crazy snowstorm back in 2015 where everything here in in the northeast and especially here in Philadelphia we got over 30 inches of snow. Everything had to be shut down. I lost several days worth of clients. And I realized that, you know, I can't sustain a business for my own, like for my business health and also for my own mental health if I'm just relying on clients to have my income streams. And so it's actually one of the reasons that I created an online course early on. And so today's podcast session is actually simply called my favorite my five favorite tools for creating online courses. So my first online course was called Healthcasters and what I did was it was an online course meant to teach podcasting to health and wellness business owners who felt like they had a bigger message to share and they wanted to use the platform of podcasting to share it. So what I basically did is I I gave a behind the scenes look at all of the things that I had done to create Selling the Couch, how, how I record things, the software I use, the systems that I have in place in order to create this podcast week after week without feeling that overwhelm. And so I launched that, that course back in 2015, and it actually passed $100,000 in revenue in uh, last year, in 2019. And, you know, for me, lots of times, you know, especially if you look online, you see these like crazy stories of people making like mad bank off of online courses especially like right when they launch. But I have a feeling like that's probably not the norm. And the norm is probably more like what I went through, at least the courses that tend to succeed, is that it's very slow, it's steady, and it's sort of this incremental growth. And for me, at least, it's it's been a blessing in a way to have my course grow that way, because it's allowed me to really learn what makes online courses really great? You know, for example, a simple insight that I've learned in this whole process is that it's not just people buying the course that, that make a course helpful, but people actually com- going through it and completing it and ultimately getting results from that course. That's what leads to success. And so I wanted to share just, you know, online courses. This is a topic that, you know, reality is. How do you take, what, five years now of knowledge and put it into a podcast episode? It's really hard to do that, right? It's actually impossible. So what I instead I wanted to do was I wanted to share simply five of my favorite tools that I use to launch Healthcasters, and it's things that I use. And my hope is that it saves you a lot of time and a lot of research time, a lot of energy, and all of those different things. With each of these tools, I think a lot about so I'm, I'm a big believer in that you don't need to spend excessive money when it comes to creating ever, anything. In fact, it's a really good idea to keep it as lean as possible until your course starts to do really well. And then you can invest that money that you're creating from the course into getting better and better things. Before we do get to today's podcast session, I just wanted to take a moment to thank Kelly and Miranda from Zinni Me for 
being supporters of uh, this podcast, especially in just throughout the years and this month, I actually took Kelly and Miranda's business school boot camp a couple of years ago, and it's been instrumental both in terms of, especially now as I think about selling the couch and all of the different things that I want to do for it. And I actually also initially took it because I had, like many of you guys, I had very little idea of how to run a business. So think of business boot camp like a business school education, but uh, without the business school costs. You can learn more about business school boot camp over at sellingthecouch.com forward slash zinimi. That's Z-Y-N-N-Y-M-E. So We'll get right to today's podcast session. So the first tool that I would recommend for creating an online course is a microphone. You're probably wondering, like, what, Mel? Well, the reality is sound is one of the most important aspects in creating an online course. So I'm sure you've probably seen this. You've maybe gone on YouTube or even listened to like other podcasts where without great sound and Great. I was actually going to do this really fancy thing (laughs) where I switched to like just my computer mic, but I can't quite figure out how to do that. Um, and then switch back to my regular mic. But, um, you've probably seen, uh, you've seen these, you know, podcasts and YouTube videos where the sound, when it doesn't come from a nicer mic, uh, it sounds a little bit more hollow. Like, um, someone's kind of almost in like this hallway and they're speaking to you and it just doesn't have that rich quality. Whereas, I'm using a microphone and you can probably notice just the difference in, in sound quality. Now, again, I don't think great sound has to be expensive. I'm using an Audio-Technica ATR2100 USB. Unfortunately, this mic is very hard now to find online because Audio-Technica just introduced the next version of this mic, which from the early reviews, it's actually, it doesn't seem all that great. And they actually also increased the price quite a bit from what it used to be. So you used to be able to get this mic for around $60. And now it's uh, retailing at $120. With the, with on Amazon right now, as I'm looking at it, it's around $100. I don't think you actually need to spend that much. Instead, the mic that I would look at is called the Samson. So S-A-M-S-O-N Q2U. So Q2U, Samson Q2U. And you can find a link to it at sellingthecouch.com forward slash mic. That's an affiliate link just to be fully transparent. But if you're listening to this in the future and I change my recommendations on mics, you can always go to sellingthecouch.com forward slash mic and get my latest recommendation. The Samson Q2U mic is a really good mic. It's actually the mic that I'm going to get when this mic that I'm using breaks down. And I've used this mic since 2015, and it's still going strong. So but the Samson is really well rated on Amazon, a lot of people seem to like it. And it seems more at that $60 price point. It's also a really good mic, because like this Audio Technica that I'm using, you can actually plug in a USB. So you literally you plug in a wire on the back of the mic, and plug it right into your computer, and it enables you to record like I'm doing, and you don't need any other fancy gear. So again, that mic is the Samson Q2U, and you can find it through my affiliate link at sellingthecouch.com forward slash mic. The second piece of equipment that I would recommend is a better webcam. So better one than the one that your laptop likely has. 
The one that I like are the Logitech webcams, the C-series. The one that I have is the C920, and they actually just recently made an update to this one as well. And I think this is actually because of the coronavirus, but it seems to be a little bit in, in short supply. So I'm hoping that, you know, as things settle down, it'll kind of get back to being available. It's around $70, $75 on Amazon. And I highly recommend, you're probably wondering, like, why get a webcam if you're just going to be showing slides on your online course? There's a couple of reasons. One, a nicer webcam like a Logitech C920, it allows you to just get sharper images. And then the other thing is an important lesson that I've learned when creating online courses is that you really should vary up how you present your information. So one of your lessons within your course, it may be just slides, right, where you're going through slides. Another lesson might be a slide plus your face is kind of showing up on the corner so people can see see your face. Another one might be just your face that's on the screen and you're demonstrating how to do something. And so you really want to vary up your content. And so having a webcam and where your image is nice and sharp and crisp, it just looks more professional and all of this, the, those kind of things. I also like these Logitech ones. So Logitech has different levels, but I like the C-series because they use a nicer lens. I'm a, if you don't know, I do a lot of landscape photography as a hobby. And these Logitech ones have a Carl Zeiss lens. So it's basically a Sony lens that's built into it. And so it enables you to record in 1080p. And like I mentioned, it's a lot more crisp than my MacBook Pro laptop, my webcam. You can find the most current webcam that I recommend over at sellingthecouch.com forward slash camera. Actually, wait, sellingthecouch.com forward slash webcam. And So I also like the webcam because it can double up and you can also use it for things like online therapy. The same thing for the mic. You can use it for online sessions, consultations, coaching calls, webinars. So I like the versatility of it. It's a good investment for like long-term kind of thing. So the other, this is like a really, really silly realization that I had with this webcam. So Logitech, for, for the longest time, I had this webcam And the home office that I use is not very huge. And so when I was initially recording, it would capture the edges of the wall, which made the video like it would really bother me because I would like obsess about it, like focus on that, on that little corner of the wall. What I didn't realize is Logitech actually has a free piece of software that you can download on their website where you can adjust the settings of your Logitech C series, C920. For example, you can make it like more zoomed in, you can add a little bit of color, a little bit more of an orange cast, for example, to give it just a more natural look. You can vary up the angles and all of those different things. Zoom in, Christmas, all of that kind of stuff. And so again, you can go to sellingthecouch.com forward slash webcam for my most recent recommendations. Again, that's an affiliate link. The third piece of software I would say is Keynote which if you're a Mac user, that's what I would use. Or if you're a Windows user, you can use PowerPoint. This is the software that I use in order to make slides for your online courses. I love Keynote. I'm a Mac guy. The slides are modern and minimalistic, which is the look that I really love. And I'm pretty sure PowerPoint has very similar things, especially as 
as it continues to evolve as well. I wanted to give you just some little tips on creating, like sort of go on a little tangent and and give you some tips on creating a great slide. So the key with the slide is to keep it really simple. I usually go for one word or a phrase per slide along with a strong image. Most people are very visual, so we tend to remember images. And especially if we can connect an image with a word on our slide, it's a powerful combo. The other reason I really keep slides simple is because it allows the person that's listening to your online course to focus on you and what you're saying versus trying to jot down a bunch of notes on a slide. You don't want to do like this death to death by PowerPoint kind of thing where you have 20 pieces of information on one slide. Uh, I wanted to also recommend just two books that I found super helpful, not just in creating online courses, but in creating great slides and in actually creating great presentations. Because the key to an online course is actually one of the keys is to present the information really well and in a way that people understand. For all of us, we have a wealth of knowledge. And if you're creating an online course, the challenge is how do you take the breadth of knowledge that you have, condense it into bite-sized pieces, and make it easy to explain? So the two books that I like are The Presentation Secrets of Steve Jobs, and the second book is The Storyteller's Secret, From TED Speakers to Business Legends, Why Some Ideas Catch On and Others Don't. Both books are by Carmine Gallo. You can find them on Amazon. I listen to it on Audible, and they're just great books. These are a few of the books that I've listened to multiple times, and I feel like I learned something new about presenting and and having and how to present. One of the most important things that I can recommend to you is a great online course is not made in how pretty the slides are, but in how you present complicated information in a way that people understand and remember. So again, a great online course is not made in how pretty your slides are, but in how you present complicated information in a way that people understand and remember. So the next piece of software, I think we're at number four right now, is a piece of software called ScreenFlow. ScreenFlow is a program for Mac. If you're a Windows user, look at a program called Camtasia. And what both of these programs allow you to do is they allow you to record your screen and edit your videos. It's kind of an all-in-one software. So it allows, for example, I use ScreenFlow a lot. So for example, let's say that you're recording your online course and you want to just show your slides, right? And so how in the world do you do that? So what you can do is with a program like ScreenFlow, you pull up your slides on your computer, and you pull up ScreenFlow, and you begin recording, and it will record your screen, and it will record the slides as you move them and all of those different things. The other really cool thing is that ScreenFlow also allows you to record your face while doing the slides, and then allows you to just record your face if you just need to present something as well. You can go to sellingthecouch.com forward slash ScreenFlow if that's something that you're interested in checking out. Again, that's an affiliate link, uh, which basically means that I earn a small commission if you purchase through that link. I use it to support the blog and continue to make great content for you guys. So the final piece of software recommendation is a new piece of software that I found and that I am like nerdily excited about. It was recommended by one of my friends, Manila Chan. Manila, shout out to you. It was I believe Ernesto Segasmundo was 
the person that also recommended it to her. So Ernesto, hope you're doing well and shout out to you. Thank you so much for uh, indirectly pointing me to this piece of software. Kartra is the name of the piece of software. And the best way to describe it is it's a platform to create your online course, but it's kind of an online course, membership, email, video. You can upload your videos, all of that stuff, all into one piece of software instead of having five different things, which is what I did. I think if you're going to do one online, well, I wouldn't even say that. I, I would say something like Kartra is probably the best option, especially if you definitely are ready to do an online course. It's a really great idea if you are going to do multiple courses over time. So for example, one of the things that, you know, with my health cashers course, I have my online course on Zippy courses. It's a practical platform. It served me really well, but it's not the most elegant visually. Plus, I don't like that I have to have a separate email provider, a separate landing page provider. I have to use Vimeo to upload my videos. I have to have certain shopping cart to make sure everything is going through. It's a lot of pieces of software. And one of the issues with a lot of pieces of software is if something breaks or something needs to get updated, then there's a chance it can malfunction on the back end or on the front end. So, you know, it makes it harder for people to sign up. So I like Kartra and it's uh, something I'm going to be transferring the Healthcasters course over. I have the STC Learning Library is going to be inside of Kartra. Many of the future courses and content that I'm going to be creating is also going to be in Kartra. And one of the really neat things, I'm still early on in the journey, but they actually have this whole training academy. So you can go through and and it's literally, they just go, okay, this is how you, you assemble your online course. You put this in, it's a lot of like drag and drop. So you literally just drag and drop content in and type content in, and it saves like a ton of time. You can learn more about Kartra over at signthecouch.com forward slash Kartra. Again, that's an affiliate link, but it gives you a 14-day free trial just to see if it's a good fit for you. Um, I would highly recommend just starting with the lowest tiered plan and then working your way up as you get more and more people. Also, the really nice thing, which I haven't done yet, but it actually integrates with a webinar platform, which is a really good idea for using webinars to sell your online course is a really good idea. See what I mean? There's so much stuff about online courses that I could probably like talk on and on. So you guys know I'm an overachiever. So those are five things. I'm actually going to share a bonus one with you, but let me just go over the five. So the first one is a really great mic. The one I would recommend is the Samson Q2U. Uh, the second one is the Logitech C920 webcam. The third is some kind of presentation software. So I use Keynote for Mac. And if you're on Windows, you can use PowerPoint. And the next one, fourth one is ScreenFlow or Camtasia, which is basically screen recording software. And the final piece is Kartra, K-A-R-T-R-A, which is the way that you can distribute your online course out into the world. The bonus thing, this is actually a piece of gear that I actually do not use because I have pretty good light in my room. I have a nice window on the side that that illuminates my face pretty well. But if I ever need a ring light, this is actually the one that I would get because it has a lot of really good reviews. And so um, it's made by a company called Newer, and it's just called the Newer Lighting Dimmable. Yeah, so it's a ring light. 
Um, and I'll link to it at sellingthecouch.com forward slash ring light. Again, that's an affiliate link. But um, if I ever change the recommendation, again, I'll change on that. But a ring light, I'll change it on that link. But a ring light basically allows you to light your face. So the best thing to do when you're creating an online course is to put that ring light in front of you, but not where obviously where people can see. The really cool thing with the ring light is you can put, for example, a DSLR right in the middle of the ring light. So you can record that way. Or you can actually set it up with a webcam. You can actually just put it right on top of your computer so you don't necessarily need to do this. But basically, a ring light lights up your face, gives it a little bit more of a a natural look. The really cool thing with this newer ring light is that you can literally turn a dial and you can adjust the color that that light is projecting. So it goes everything from kind of this bright white to more of a yellow-orange tone, so you can better match it with your skin tone. It just gives a richer look to videos. It also practically lights up your face if you're in a room that doesn't have a lot of light. Again, I don't use one currently because I have a nice size window that's next to me, but um, that's one that I would recommend. So I hope that you enjoyed this. I, I always love doing these kind of podcast sessions because I, I love gear. And But again, I, I think gear should be something that helps you achieve something. It shouldn't be, I'm going to spend a whole bunch of money on gear. So for example, if you have like really good lighting in your room, or if you can get to a room that has good natural light come in, you probably don't need ring light. But the other stuff that I mentioned, I would definitely recommend getting just because it's a good investment over time and you can use it for multiple things. I mentioned this a few weeks ago in the Sign the Couch community and in the Sign the Couch newsletter, but I'm actually working on a free online courses guide. I'm putting it together and it's basically going to include an A to Z checklist, stuff that I've learned along the way to get your online course from an idea to up and running. I'm going to make, I have a bigger list of recommended software and gear. I also asked our community, you know, what are some of the biggest questions that you have when it comes to online courses? For example, should I have my online course on my private practice website or should I put it on a different website? So I answered those questions on this guide as well. And you guys know that I'm a overachiever, as I mentioned. So one of the things I'm also going to do is I created a free online workshop for you that will walk you through the steps of that guide. You can download that guide over at sellingthecouch.com forward slash online course guide. Sellingthecouch.com forward slash online course guide. So if you sign up for it right now, what you will do is you'll be added to a email list and I'll email you when the guide is ready because I'm still working on it. If you're listening to this way in the future, that online course guide is likely ready for you. I hope that you enjoy it and it gives you some new ideas in terms of creating online courses. As we wrap up again, just wanted to take a moment to thank Kelly and Miranda from Zinimi for supporting today's podcast session. I am big fans of theirs. And if you look on their website, which is over at signthecouch.com forward slash Zinimi, and you go to the very top and there's a section called free trainings. And they actually have over 10 hours of free trainings that are pre-recorded for you. Everything from all the way private practice 101 for therapists, all the way to tax and bookkeeping advice, all the way to startup costs for the first year, 
all the way to starting an EMDR practice. You can find more information about Zinimi and the awesome services that they provide over at sellingthecouch.com forward slash Zinimi. That's Z-Y-N-N-Y-M-E. And show notes to today's episode, I know I'll mention a bunch of stuff. So if I wrote it all down on a show notes page for you guys. You can find that over at sellingthecouch.com forward slash session and the number two, two, five. And as we wrap up, this is actually going to be the last episode for this season of the podcast. I'm going to be taking the month of April off as I normally do. It's an opportunity for me just to refresh and recharge to get some new episodes recorded for the podcast and make sure that I'm I'm practicing what I preach in terms of self-care. We will continue to have older episodes, so replay episodes of some of the most popular episodes of the podcast will be replayed over the course of April, and then we'll get back to brand new episodes in May. And we're inching closer and closer to a million downloads, and I'll let you guys I'll definitely keep you in the loop when that happens, but uh, I just wanted to say I appreciate you. Thank you so much for continuing to listen to this podcast, for sharing it with our colleagues, and my goal is simply to serve you, and, and I hope that I'm doing that well. Have a great rest of your day, and I'll see you next time. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Selling the Couch podcast. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit www.sellingthecouch.com. So if you've been listening to the STC podcast for a while, or you've been listening to podcasts and you've had this thought of, Mel, I would love to launch my own podcast in order to grow my business. Just wanted to encourage you to check out our free podcasting workshop, which is over at sellingthecouch.com forward slash podcasting workshop. You can basically sign up at a day and a time that works for you. It's 90 minutes. And when I do these workshops or when I record them, I truly believe in the quality teaching, so it's going to be well worth your time. We're going to go through gear recommendations and how to launch strategically and how to think about monetizing your podcast and how to line up your podcast with your existing offers and how to do it strategically and authentically uh, and not salesy and slimy um, and all of those things. So again, the link is over at sellingthecouch.com forward slash podcasting workshop.